Welcome to Community Chats, an interview series elevating the voices of community leaders in the Lafayette-Oxford University community, an initiative of the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette-Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Community Chats. My name is Anthony Saracusa, and I'm the Director of Community Engagement at the University of Mississippi. And we come to you weekly to share the stories of incredible people doing wonderful work to make a positive difference in the Lafayette Oxford University community. Do you know somebody that we should interview on Community Chats, or would you like to be interviewed? Please send us a direct message on Facebook or reach out to us at Engaged at oldness.edu. This initiative, Community Chats, has been co-sponsored since the beginning from our friends at Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow Loft. Please go check out Loft because they are an excellent resource to learn about a bunch of different nonprofits in the Lafayette Oxford University community. So please go check out our friends website at Loft. Today, we have the distinct pleasure of having with us Caitlin Winstead, who is a fellow with the Andrew Goodman Foundation. Caitlin, hello, and welcome to Community Chats. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, we are delighted to have you here, and we want to give you as much time as possible over the next 20 to 30 minutes. So we're going to get right into it. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up, and how did you end up at the University of Mississippi? So I grew up in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Um, I was always an Ole Miss fan. My stepdad just kind of ingrained it into me. I had like a little Ole Miss cheerleader uniform when I was little um, and bunches of pictures of that. Um, I came to Oxford a couple of times, like just growing up and I always felt really at home. Like, you know, I loved the beauty of it. I loved the energy and um, going into college, I, I wanted to go straight to Ole Miss, but my family was like, uh, you need to pull back a little bit. So um, I went to JC first and it was probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Um, I got involved in a ton of things that I never thought that I you know, would get involved with, um, namely Phi Theta Kappa Honor Society. And I was a regional officer for them um, and a chapter officer for the campus. and. It was an amazing experience. It built me up into a leader that I didn't think I was capable of being. And um, ultimately it helped me get enough scholarships to come here. And it's been such a blessing. And I, I couldn't imagine like being anywhere else. Thank you so much. That's awesome. I feel like um, community college transfer students are such like an untapped resource that we have um, here, here at the university. So that's a great story. Thank you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you came into your position with the Andrew Goodman Foundation? Yeah, so I started out as a voting ambassador. Um, I have always been interested in politics, but I was never like super educated. I didn't really like put myself out there involving myself in groups like that. Um, so when I came on campus, I was, you know, I was trying really hard to find things to get involved in. I was very wary of, sorry, my, my cat is, <laughs> just ignore her. <laughs> no man, sorry. Um, anyway, so I, I was looking for groups to get involved in. I <laughs> couldn't find um, anything that I was like, that really stuck out to me. And so, yeah, we'll just 
you're gonna go down here. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but I saw on the forum um, the voting ambassador application, and I was like, this sounds, you know, pretty interesting. And um, so I applied, and I was like, you know, I I doubt I'm gonna get in. I don't have much experience doing this kind of work. And then I got an email back, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was so happy. So I joined the voting ambassadors. It was an amazing experience. I got to work really closely with Aaron Oweth, and she's I mean, both of you know, she's awesome. Um, so I was working with them. And then my friend, Jenna Santa Croce, she was the original team leader of AGF. And she actually was, she went to Washington for an internship this semester. So before she left, she reached out to me and she's like, hey, I think you'd be great for this. Like you, you need to take over this role. And I was very intimidated at first. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. You know, this is a big commitment. But I am so grateful that she recommended me for it. And I, I mean, it's been an amazing experience. Wow, what a journey. And it's, it, it's kind of a testament to being on the lookout as a student for opportunities, right? And then you found that path and then you've, you've continued onto that path into this position with the Andrew Goodman Foundation as a fellow. Um, and we're gonna get into a lot of the specific work that you're doing and it's incredible work that you're doing with the, the Goodman Foundation. But tell us a little bit about the organization. What's their mission? What's Andrew Goodman about? So um, the Andrew Goodman Foundation was founded after the murder of Andrew Goodman and two of his fellow volunteers for the Freedom Riders. Um, they came to Mississippi one summer to volunteer to register people to vote, and they were murdered by the KKK. And after that, his parents decided to establish this foundation and his name and to you know amplify voices for voting and you know continue his legacy um so now andrew goodman foundation focus focuses a lot on voting policy and advocating for voting policies that enrich voters voices and um, make it easier for people to vote so we do a lot of work with other groups like ms votes um, we work really closely with the voting ambassadors here on campus um, but we're more of that advocacy voice, whereas the voting ambassadors are, you know, informational um, and they, they're really big about just getting the information out. We are, we're able to take a stand on different kinds of policies and how they affect voters. And so, um, yeah, that's pretty much what we do. And something interesting is that we're one of the only Andrew Goodman Foundation chapters in Mississippi. That's interesting. Could you tell just a little bit more where are most of the chapters located? Um, so a lot of chapters are in DC, uh, California. We've actually talked with um, the University of Berkeley team because um, they're doing some similar initiatives as we are. Um, we've reached out to Tugaloo, Tugaloo's other um, AGF team in Mississippi. And there are teams in Louisiana, Texas. I mean, it's, it's a very broad organization. And there's, I believe, at least one chapter in each state. So um, not every chapter is completely like Andrew Goodman Foundation chapter. Some of them are just affiliates. But they all work towards the same goals and um, try to communicate as a big network together. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's awesome. And you kind of already touched on this a little bit, but can you tell us a little bit more about um, the Andrew the Andrew Goodman Foundation team here that you work with? 
um, in our office. Tell us a little bit more about, about, about y'all. So I am the team leader. Um, Caroline Leonard is the ambassador and she is, she's like my partner. We work super closely together all the time. Um, we're always in contact every single day throughout the day. And she is absolutely amazing. She's very like, um, she can do the research and do the, like the, the tedious work and she's awesome at it. And I'm just like the big idea type, let's go after it. So should we both like balance each other out really well? Um, we also, because we work so closely with the voting ambassadors, a lot of voting ambassador members will kind of double cross and like volunteer for things that we do and we'll volunteer for things that they do. Um, so it's kind of like, like a big family, but we're just a little bit separate, you know? Um, but yeah, Caroline is amazing and we're looking to increase our membership, especially um, during the fall. We're gonna try to get a big membership push so we can get more people to join this crazy hectic family. <laughs> awesome, that's so exciting. Yeah, that's great. And it's cool that you all as Goodman Fellows um, are also working with the voting ambassadors, right? Because that was your pathway into the, the Goodman Fellowship, which is, the, which is a distinct fellowship supported by the Goodman Foundation. Um, so share with our viewers some of the specific programs and initiatives that you all have been working on this year um, through the Goodman Foundation. I know there's a lot there. So share with our viewers what you guys have been up to. Yeah, so there is a lot. Um, we started out with these two big initiatives and we wanted to first get election day as a university holiday and second, get a polling location on campus. Um, and the reasons we wanted um, to do these initiatives is because one, a lot of students and faculty struggled to get to the polls on, on voting day, on election day. And um, it's not just about travel, it's also about having to go to class or complete assignments or go to meetings. And that's a big impediment to people. Uh, I know my roommate actually, she went to vote. They told her she was at the wrong um, polling location. So she had to go to a different one and stand in line for three hours. And in that time, I mean, it was freezing cold. It was, she had class and she had to miss her class. And it just, it was very, um, it was a big struggle for her. And I know that she's not the only one that had to deal with things like that. Um, so we really want to try to, you know, eliminate, eliminate those boundaries that students and faculty are facing on election day. Um, and another thing with the polling location is, um, campus is divided into like five different districts to vote. So it's really confusing for students to figure out where they're supposed to go, which precinct they're supposed to go. And that's why we want one designated location for students to go to. So it'll be a lot less confusing and just a lot more simple for them to get there. Um, some other programs that we've done, we did a collaboration with uh, JC Brown, which was, she's the fellow for MS Votes and the team leader for the voting ambassadors. And we did a program on voting rights and suppression and just kind of talked about the Andrew Goodman Foundation and what we're doing. Um, and then we actually have a, a program coming up next week on Thursday at five o'clock, you guys should be there. Um, 
and it's called Voting Matters, um, a look at voting rights and suppression after 2020. And we are collaborating with MS Votes, uh, the League of Women Voters, Oxford to the Ballot Box, and the Yaknapatafa Arts Council. Sorry, that's a mouthful for me. Um, <laughs> but we're partnering with all those groups to um, bring more attention to voting rights and suppression in Mississippi. Um, and not even just in Mississippi, but across the nation. We wanna talk about the suppressive bills that have been going on specifically in Georgia. And we also wanna hit a few major points of the For the People Act. So those are just a few like programs that we've done and will continue to do and the work that we primarily focus on. That's great. And, and I just wanted to give a quick shout out to a blog post that y'all worked on about the history of voting uh, suppression in the state of Mississippi, which you can find on our um, OCE blog. And um, it's just a fact-based analysis of um, how opportunities uh, have been limited to the franchise um, historically in the state um, and how that remains a challenge. And really, as I understand it, the purpose for y'all is to encourage everyone to participate in the process and to try to figure out how, regardless of background, folks can be involved. Yes, absolutely. And that's our main focus is getting everyone involved, getting everyone to participate in, in an active democracy. And um, I actually, I'm a double major in public policy and philosophy. So I have encountered a lot of philosophical talk around politics. And um, one main philosopher that I really took note of was Susan Wolf, And she spoke about the absolute importance of raising children to be participatory and in, in a democracy because if you know if our kids aren't educated on the type of government that we're running how are they supposed to actively participate and actively share their voices and their concerns um and so that's just a little tidbit that i think is really interesting but um yeah i think it's really important that everyone is involved and that's why we're doing this work Thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I can imagine doing all this work, getting the new holiday and making a polling place on campus. It, it can't be easy, right? So um, can you share with us some challenges that you faced in trying to get this work done? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's not easy. Um, we, we started these initiatives at the beginning of the spring semester and we are still not even close but we're getting there and that's that's all that matters to us you know we're just trying to at least get the conversation going and um so some of the major challenges are one you know there's um the ihl has a rule where you can only have a certain amount of holidays and so we have to find a way to garner enough support from both students and faculty and try to find a way to change that or you know get find a way to navigate those waters and get election day as a holiday without um you know tampering with the regulations that are in place so we really want to do it and in a way that's you know clear to everyone and we don't want to cause any kind of controversy because we don't think it's controversial we think everyone should have an opportunity to vote easily and it needs to be accessible to everyone um, another kind of run-in that we've had with the polling location is that 
we'd have to take away a polling location from Oxford, which honestly, if you ask anyone that has to go to the church polling location on um, Highway 6, they probably say they, they're completely fine with that because it's absolutely terrible. There's long lines and no parking. So we think it would benefit the community and the university as a whole. Um, but there, there are definitely challenges. And I, I think the absolute main challenge is garnering the interest that we need because there's a lot of interest from people that are already involved, but having to get the word out and you know bring people in for our support, it's very difficult because our organization is not very well known on campus or even in the community because we're, we're very new. I mean, we, we just came to this campus like this year and um, it's, it's difficult to get all that information out, but we're working really hard and Caroline and I have already agreed to work throughout the summer on these initiatives and you know try to get as much done as we can. That's phenomenal. Y'all have such a deep commitment to this work and democracy depends on participation. You know, it's uh, democracy is a, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a sport that includes everybody. It's a, it's something that we have to actively constantly strive to maintain. And I love that you all are showing that by continuing the work through the summer and considering how young people in particular, right, are learning about what it means to be participants in the democratic society. And yes, doing this work is challenging, but I also know, because we've spoken before, you get a lot of rewards out of this too, Caitlin. And um, speak into that a little bit. You know, what, what's, what's some of the rewards that you've derived personally and professionally from this work? So many. Um, if I were to list all of them, it, we'd be here for hours probably. But um, I think the main reward that I can see is just all the people that I've met um, I came to Ole Miss knowing maybe two people. And from there, I've grown to, you know, gain friends and not only friends, but professional connections that I know I can go to um, further on in my career or just throughout my time here. And um, one of the things that I've talked to a couple of people about is seeing not only myself grow as a leader, but also to see Caroline come out of her shell because she was, she's, she's a freshman. So she came in also not really knowing anyone. She was very quiet and reserved. And throughout this whole process, it's like she's found her voice and she's finally speaking out and, you know, doing what she does best. And I think that's amazing. Just seeing all the people around us grow together and, you know, build with each other and build off of each other because I've learned things from her. She's learned things from me. Um, I've met so many people that have been such great supporters. And I, I mean, I'm just so thankful for that. That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah, those, those relationships, those professional connections you establish are so, so important in getting this kind of work done. Um, so if, if people in the community or on campus in the LOU community, if they wanna get involved and they wanna help y'all out in these initiatives and these programs, what can they do? Um, well, number one would be to come to our programs. <laughs> um, you know, attend the, the things that we're putting on, um, do your own research and, you know, try to reach out to any connections they may have that could help further these initiatives. Um, 
I think one of the biggest things is, you know, gaining that support from the community and the university community. Um, we have to have support from everyone to get these initiatives passed. Um, we have a lot of support already, but we want to see all of it. You know, we want to see as many people as we can just come together and work around these initiatives along with us. And that doesn't mean you have to become a member of AGF. You don't have to donate or anything like that. Just, you know, attend the programs we put on, share our social media posts, or just share what you know about us to other people. Um, just getting the word out is the main thing that I think would really help these initiatives. Speaking of which, uh, we want you to be able to leave the people with that good word. So this is our one minute moment and you're able to share with our viewers, our listeners, our supporters and followers, um, that core message that you want folks to take away uh, from our interview today and from your work with the Andrew Goodman Foundation. So take it away, Caitlin. I just want everyone to register to vote, to be a participant in our democracy, to use your voice and to advocate for what you know is right. Because there's a lot of stuff going on in, in our world right now and a lot of suppression going on. And every voice matters. Every person counts. No person is better. And that's something that is really, really a core foundation to the Andrew Goodman Foundation and should be to everyone. And um, I just, I want everyone to know that your voice does matter. And even though you may think that it doesn't, it, it does 100%. And we want to see you use it. Wow. Thank you, Caitlin. What a powerful message. Democracy is not a spectator sport. We cannot stand on the sidelines. We all have a role to play. Your voice matters. Um, and in many cases, just a few votes can swing major elections and determine critical outcomes for communities, for agencies that are working with those communities uh, and so many individuals um, who need support, um, not only in the Lafayette-Oxford University region and across the state of Mississippi, but across this nation. Caitlin, thank you for being an advocate for democracy, for civic engagement, for participation in the process uh, and for being a model leader as a student, showing forth that you don't have to wait to graduate to make a difference in the world. You can do it right now. So thank you for that, uh, for modeling that incredible civic engagement and for being on Community Chats today. It has really been a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. It's been amazing. For sure. It's all of our listeners, viewers, and followers. You know you want to share this with your friends. Folks need to hear the message that Caitlin shared with us today. So please post this on your friend's wall. Send it to them in a direct message like this. Go check out the Andrew Goodman Foundation and get up to speed on that good work that they are doing. As always, we are grateful to you for tuning in, for following Community Chats. We hope you're staying safe. We hope you're staying engaged. And we'll see you next time on Community Chats. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. Tomorrow.